Some horror movies take themselves too seriously. These don't. What's up everybody and welcome back to List This, where we list and you listen. I'm Josh and as always I'm joined by Cameron and Jim. And this week we're going to be doing our top five horror satire films. So basically the opposite of horror, like scary horror, they tend to poke fun and um, play on those really bad cliches. Though I think some do it to such like such a well done extent that they also have horrific elements in them too. Because there are movies out there that like people don't realize in the first viewing or something like that or going into it that yeah. they're going to be a satire because it's just done so well that there's it's still horror, yeah. but it's just it's playing on all of those terrible tropes. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, there's a couple movies that I looked up and I was like, oh, I didn't even know that was satire. So maybe I just need to learn what satire is. <laughs> um, but yeah, with that, let's go ahead and dive in. Cameron, you want to kick us off with our number five? Number five. All right. So for my number five, I've got a film that I briefly mentioned. I don't remember where I mentioned it in our list, to be honest. And I don't remember why I, it was brought up. But it's called Zombievers. I told you guys about it before. Uh, I, I love Zombievers because it is a film. I watched it thinking this is going to be a bad horror movie. Like we talked about, you go into films not knowing they're supposed to be a satire. I didn't realize it was supposed to be a satire. Uh, within about five minutes, I got that feeling since it's the whole intro credit scene is just a radioactive bucket that's slowly going through a river with really badly puppeted beavers. So you slowly get the feeling of what this movie's going for. And then from there, from there on, it just gets absolutely ridiculous. All the way up until you find out that this whole disease is not zombie-based, but it's beaver-based. And that is when the movie just goes from, like, good to great. That's, <laughs> that's when it, everything about the movie just becomes amazing. And it just it's one of those movies. It plays on the tropes. It's teenagers in a cabin in the woods, by a lake. It's that thing that you've heard a thousand times in every horror movie, mm -hmm. and they're stranded out there, but this time, it's animals attacking them. It's one of those things, like, it's, they're, I mean, essentially, they're just beavers when you get down to it, but they can, like, chew through wood, and it's a wooden cabin, so there's, like, all these different <laughs> things that play into it. Of course. Yeah, all these different ridiculous moments. It's a great film. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it was either... Top five horror films when we did the list, or it was top five movie monsters, which I don't know why that would make... See, I was thinking it was top five movie monsters, though, but I, I couldn't figure out the reason why that might make the list. I, it, I think I mentioned it in because they're zombie movie monsters. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but I don't think that was actually on my list. I think it might have been something we mentioned in passing, and it was like, if you haven't seen this, you should go okay. see it, yeah. but... I mean, regardless, again, if you haven't seen it, you should go see it. it it's a great film that doesn't, you, you don't expect it to be a great film. Um, we are going to be doing a Facebook watch party or some kind of like Twitch stream where we watch Zombievers. I think we collectively yes. decided we're yeah. going to do Zombievers. Yeah. So uh, we'll post to our uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, whatever that is going to be. And we hope you join us for that. Yeah. But yeah, solid, uh, solid number five. I was just going to say, yeah, good, good, good start on it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Jim, with that, yeah, with that, we'll move on to my number five with a uh, a movie I've seen a small handful of times, but it's like made a lasting impression on me. But it's uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. 
<laughs> which is a fantastic movie because it's literally exactly what it is. It's uh, clowns who crash on Earth in a comet and they begin feeding on people. Um, you know, and of course, when the local people who have witnessed this try to, you know, alert the authorities, they all think it's a joke. You know, but obviously, like, you know, until it gets to a point to where, like, someone gets kidnapped and they take it in their, in their own hands. One of the scenes I remember the most is... Uh, I don't remember exactly where they were at. I remember a security guard walking by and seeing them, and the clowns throwing a bunch of hot pies on the like on the security guard, enough to completely cover him up and burn and him? burn him alive. So, yeah, they basically burn him alive with hot pies, and it's just I don't know that movie. That's one I've been like meaning to go back and rewatch because it was it's like I don't think I appreciated it as much when I first watched it because it was years ago that I did. But that's like quintessential B movie, like yeah. Yeah, it's it's like it has to be on everyone's B movie list. It's, it's such an important B movie. It's yeah. like the, it's ridiculous. The clowns just look great too, just because they're like. I mean, you have like every trope of like clown. You have like tall to short to fat to thin, like everything, and like they is just have a such a wild. Clo- like, is it a tiny comet? And they just come out. And you like, know, I, that part I don't remember, but I would hope that they did that. I'm like, actually gonna look into it. If I remember right, like it just lands, and then there's just like the circus tent, and that's that's <laughs> yeah, what, like it's that's like what in it the was, of yeah. the woods. Yeah, that movie is absolutely ridiculous. I, I've never seen the entirety of it because I was watching it with someone who didn't want to watch. It. <laughs> but I got through as much as I could, and it, it is fun. It's just, it's stupid. It, it's like the definition of stupid, <laughs> which is it. good. I love in it. This case. Which makes me want to watch it even more. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I would recommend watching it. I'd go back and rewatch that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of stupid movies. So I yeah. like I like movies that are stupid, but they don't take it to like too far. And that one I think takes it just to the right point. Like yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's also an old movie, watch. right? It's like an 80s uh, Older, movie yeah. I think it's yeah. 80, older, like late, yeah. mid to late 80s, yeah. I think. Yeah. I had a teacher in college when I took uh, macroeconomics who played it at the end of the year. Dude, <laughs> so nice. yeah. uh, He had an obsession with it. You so. made it through the class. Here's Killer Clowns. <laughs> that, that's what it was. He told us halfway through that he was going to play it at the end of the year because he loved it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good movie. 1988 okay. is when that one came out. So yeah, late 80s. Nice. So my number five is going to be a pretty obvious choice. I went with Scary Movie just because it's one of those, I don't know, it's just really funny and it just plays on all those horror movies. And it's just fun to watch. The Wayans Brothers are funny. They're great. I'm laughing because of the amount of references I make to the Scary Movie. Like The first three, at least, are just... Like, just so yeah. reference worthy, it's great. But the first one, yeah, I mean, I just put the first one on there because it's the one that kicked off that whole, yeah, yeah. The whole franchise. I think, I think it's really, I think it's really interesting. Well, yeah, see, you mentioned that it went downhill after that, <laughs> and that's where I was going too, is right down that hill. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those movies where like the creators who made it, the Wayne's brothers, they, they made it because they thought it was funny. They didn't really care what happened. I mean, they're already the Wayne's brothers. Right. And then a production studio came in and offered them money, but then took too much control. So the Wayne's brothers left yeah. because they took too much control and they, it wasn't what they wanted anymore. It was just, it became worse and worse as time went yeah. on. Though, was it, which one was it that had Tim Curry in it? It was the I second think, or the third one. It wasn't the third one. It wasn't? I don't know. It was War of the Worlds, so. wasn't no, it? No, that was the fourth one. Okay. The third okay. one was Science. God, Okay. Jeez. All right. Yeah. I remember Tim Curry being in it, and it was such a weird... 
it's cameo. A scary movie. I guess it is right. a scary movie. S- Signs is a horror film. Yeah. Technically, it's yeah, it's just a sci-fi horror. Just a bad horror film. <laughs> Sorry, not, I, don't I remember, like I remember the third one being so Signs and 8 Mile. Were the two, <laughs> like the two um, big ones that they were making fun of. I do which is great. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, though, you say Signs is a bad movie. What's so bad about a man putting a bunch of water glasses around his house? <laughs> Stop. For convenience this, at is the end. This, is. <laughs> this is not what this list is right now. <laughs> I think Jim really likes science. It's scary to talk about. <laughs> I just don't want to go off too much on a tangent because I'm enjoying this. Signs or scary movies? Right. Scary movie. The choice was I'm glasses enjoying... of water. <laughs> I'm Oops. En- I'm enjoying this, the talk of scary movie talk. Well, I mean, science is in scary movies, so we're technically talking about scary movies. Stop. Is this, where can I put my two weeks in? Sweet. Uh, but yeah, I don't really have much to add other than that. I like, I like scary movie. Like I said, I like the that they just make fun of all these movies like outright. And um, I did enjoy the second and third one. I, I guess I got kind of tired of it though. It's like you see one, you see two, and then they keep pushing it. And you're Not just to like, mention the millions of spinoff type films they've made since oh then. With, we've had superheroes. Yeah. We had the one Not, that made fun of 300. We had the Transylvania one. Not another disaster film. Not another disaster film. Not another teen movie. Not another teen movie again. Yeah. Was that based off of, like, was that in that same they're, vein? They're, not, they're in that... the same vein. They're not, like, in the same series yeah. or anything like that. But this but is, not, this is okay, the production yeah, studio is pumping had... these out. Yeah. 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 Like, okay. hey, these work. Let's Hon- do a bunch like, of Honestly, I think they all ended with movie 43. I don't know if you guys have ever seen movie 43, but that was, like, the directors of Dumb and Dumber. They pulled in every contract and every favor they had and made this terrible film and it was the last of like those type of nice off the wall awful comedy films i will will not be watching that (laughs) all right moving into number four so in the vein of scary movie in a way i've got scream on my number four (laughs) So Scream... Dude, nice. I love how we transitioned from Scary Movie to the movie that they were making fun of. To the movie that they were going on. But I love Scream because Scream is Wes Craven doing what essentially Wes Craven only does, I've noticed. Every movie he makes is a satire in a way, but Scream is specifically made to be a satire. It was was made with the intention of making fun of all of these tropes to the point where Wes Craven himself plays Freddy Krueger, who's just a janitor at the high school, and that's all you ever see of him. But... It's just, it's every little thing he does in this film, and then and he goes throughout, and then if you get to the point where you still don't get it, it's a satire, he explains it to you with the character who sums up the whole movie in 15 minutes, and then dies. I do remember that. Which is, which is one of my favorite things in the entire film. But even just ridiculous things in there, like how you don't have a way to escape, even though there's a perfectly good door to run through. So she doesn't run through <laughs> the door, she dives through a dog door, and then the garage door crushes her. Yep. It's like, and then... The cop also dies consistently throughout the series of Scream. Mm. Dewey consistently dies and comes back. Yeah, exactly. And it's just it's just all these tropes, some of which Wes Craven himself built, and he's going in and he's taking those away, and he's just he's just playing like as much as he can with them. And I can't remember what the writer's name is, but he's an amazing writer. He's written a couple other things too. But um but he he also did such a great job in writing those films. And some of my favorite things are in Scream 4, I think it was, he wrote into the script. He didn't want to write what the scene was going to be, like what the horror scene was. He just wrote, Wes Craven will make it scary. And then he moved on. <laughs> nice. But it, nice, it just yeah. shows like the uh, attitude that they have towards it. Kevin Williamson. Kevin Williamson, yeah. 
But I, I like Scream because it takes itself seriously to a point, but the the whole point is to do like a serious satire on every single horror film that had been made up to that point. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's a slasher satire to its core. It's really good. I like Matthew Lillard. It's like yeah. the first thing I saw him in. Yeah. I was like, I like this guy. I do, I do like him. It's probably well. like the first thing everybody saw him in. Yeah, right? Yeah, no, right? No. no? Scooby Doo? Uh, without a paddle. Okay. I, either Scooby Doo or without a paddle. I think it was without a paddle first, though. But that was after Scream, though, right? Yeah. So, like, if you chronologically. Chronologically, it was okay. Scream. Yeah, so I saw yeah. him first in Scream. Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 <laughs> as far as I know, unless Matthew Lillard's <laughs> listening and he knows we're wrong. Yes. <laughs> You can hit us up with this podcast. Matthew Lillard. That's an invite for you. Um, also, give us a follow. Uh, cool. What's your number four? Oh, man. Um, cool. My number four pick is going to be my... F- I can't get it pulled up. There we go. Is uh, going to be Death Proof, which was uh, Kurt Russell in the car where he's uh, basically killing everybody, uh, if I remember. Um yeah, no, that one was just kind of one of those because it was a uh, wasn't that oh, it was part of the grindhouse it was like the grindhouse, yeah, but yeah. I was trying to remember yeah. who because I thought it was a uh, like uh, it wasn't Tarantino was it? That's what I was thinking. It was, it was Tarantino, yeah. was it? Yeah. So there goes my love for Tarantino again. Um, I did a pr- I did enjoy that movie. It wasn't a great movie by any means. Um, it's so over the top. Yeah. And just oh, it's absolutely great. absurd. But again, it, it it's to the point where it's like. It's down to earth in its own way, so the absurdity still works, and it doesn't go too far with it. Plus, I love that they like are kind of not necessarily making fun of like B movies, but they shoot it in a B movie style. Yeah, which is really neat. Yeah. Um, just because I can appreciate like when people do like that kind of stuff like on purpose. Wow! Yikes! Though this had a thirty <laughs> million dollar budget. I see that <laughs> with a thirty. 30- Point seven million dollar return. Oh my god! That's... I mean, the reviews aren't super great because they got like a seven out of ten on IMDb and a, like a sixty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But I mean, like in terms of what we're talking about, it was such a, it was it was certainly a movie. So it's, I guess it's a ridiculous <laughs> film. Yeah, I guess Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez put this together that like together because it shows that he did uh, um, Planet Terror. Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez also did what Machete yeah. and just like oh, a, a I forgot about of Machete, the yeah. worst action yeah. films you've ever seen in your life. Have you ever yeah. seen um, uh, what's what's the first the first movie he ever did, the one before Desperado. Um, all right, whatever. Was anyway, it Robert Rodriguez? Jim, uh, Jim, what about Death Proof? <laughs> just I don't know, man. That movie is just that movie is just something else for sure. Um, like, I remember the first scene of, like, the girls, like, driving, and she's got her legs sticking out, mm-hmm. and you see him, like, drive up right into her, and the only thing you see is just her, like, come flying off. And, like, that, like, set the rest of the movie, like, after that, and, like, him picking up girls in the bar, and, like, Excellent. his side of the car was, like, all armored, and, like, stuff like that, and it freaked out, oh, man, it was just, I don't know, there was a lot of things that were kind of, like, it kind of made me turn my head, like, you know, you do that kind of head cock where you're like, mm-hmm. okay. Like, all right. That's okay. Like that's what Cameron said. It's kind of it's really over the top. We're yeah. Just like, uh. it, it's like it's over the top, but the rest of the movie feels like it's not intended to be over the top. Yeah. It, it's one of those films that again, kind of like Scream. It does it in a way where it doesn't feel intentional, but you yeah. know that it is, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's one of those weird films. Yeah. Um, by the way, it was El Mariachi. Oh, was the film, I've which is basically a lower budget Desperado. 
Because it's like the same guy except Antonio Banderas plays the guy with the guitar case. And, and then, and then, and then, some point along the way, he switches to Danny Trejo. Yeah, and, that's <laughs> and then Once Upon a Time in Mexico is like the sequel to that. Or, yeah. Okay. Or is it Mexico? Yeah, one of those. Anyway, yes, my number four <laughs> is going to be Zombieland. Dude, right. Nice. So I put Zombieland on there. I completely forgot that it was like a horror satire kind of oh, thing. Oh yeah. It's, and uh, I just remembered it today, and I was like, yeah, that's definitely going on my list. Um, Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone. Oh, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Yeah. It's like uh, Scott Pilgrim meets zombie films. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's great. It's so yeah. Bill Murray is incredible. In yes. It. <laughs> he's, he's amazing. Just, his death scene was just amazing. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> just Bill Murray, like playing Bill Murray and Woody Harrelson being obsessed with Bill Murray, which is like yeah. the best thing to watch on the screen. I always love Woody Harrelson. I love him in like every yeah. single thing he's in, especially like darker comedies, though. Those, yeah. He's the best in those. Was he in uh, Seven Psychopaths? Yes. Did we talk about, he, yeah, did we talk the, about that? Yeah, he's like the gang leader in Seven okay. Psychopaths, and he's amazing from start yeah. to finish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like uh, just the opening of the film itself is like, here's the steps to survive the zombie apocalypse, and they like show you on screen, and then it's just uh, how they shot it. And I was gonna say that I love the way that they shot like the like the rules or whatever, yeah. like rule yeah. number, whatever, like punch them, and it's like or like double double like yeah. It's a movie with a lot of style, and it's yeah. not afraid to put that style out there and make yeah. it feel like an individual movie, which is great. Yeah. The opening. I, this might be a stretch, and the people at home might. Might get mad at me for this, but it kind of felt Edgar Wrighty in the beginning. Yeah, the whole movie is very similar to Edgar Wright. I mean, or at least the style that he then bases his stuff off of yeah. when you get down, further down the line. Mm-hmm. But it, it is really, really good. Zombieland's a lot of fun. What do you think about the new one? I was about to ask you I'm the same thing. <laughs> curious to see because I mean, I like when trailers don't give you a lot to go yeah, off of. That, that's the funniest thing I'm, about I'm this. Cautiously optimistic, right? Too. Which yeah. everyone is. That's yeah, everyone's too. been like, we need a zombie land too, and now we have it. And now everyone's, and everyone's like, like, we don't know if we want it. It's like, do we really need this? <laughs> Just because I, we said we needed it doesn't mean you should have given it to us. I did, I did notice something in one of the trailers. I love that they're kind of going. This is like they're meeting like people who are exactly them. Yeah, like yeah. which is so funny because you have like the they're like their own counterparts and like this is weird. Well, it's like the first one satirizes zombie movies, and it feels like this one is almost like in a way like satirizing any serious part of the last film. So it's like they're going after themselves. Anything they took seriously last time, they're not going to take seriously this time. It's really hard to say how it's going to turn yeah. out. But I love everyone in it, too. Yeah. So I mean, I, yeah, I'm I really love that you're keeping for it. Like a lot of the same cast. Yeah. yeah. I also just think it was really good. Like you said, I don't necessarily... Like, I wouldn't be upset if they didn't make a second one. Right. Like, yeah. I think yeah. the first one was great. Did what it needed to do. And, like, and I think yeah. we live in this culture now where it's like, we have a zombie land. I need more. Because mm-hmm. we have the Netflix thing, right? I need more. I need to binge this. I need more. And we get Zombieland 2, and it's going to come out, and it's not going to live up to everybody's expectations. And then they're going to be like, well, you know, we didn't ask for this. Or it might did. be. <laughs> or on the other side of that, it could be like everything that we wanted, and it could be like a, another knockout yeah, film. Yeah, like, it could. And then, they're gonna, you know? and then people are going to bitch about, I and want a Zombieland 3. Yeah, you know, and you know that's, how, like, that's a whole different story right yeah, now. But. You know how hard it is to make a good trilogy, though? It's yeah, so it's rare. It's difficult. so rare to make a good sequel. Like they, Everyone knows they'll that. Try. They'll try. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, Hollywood's all about milk and everything that they can yeah. for what it's worth. Like, I, you know. I honestly think, and I got it with saying, I honestly think Zombieland 2, they shouldn't have made a Zombieland 2. They should have made what Hollywood's been doing, actually, 
decently successfully, which is making a TV series instead. Yeah. And I think yeah. Zombieland perfectly lends itself to a TV show because you yeah. have different rules of the apocalypse, and every episode you can bring those in, and you get more time to expand on that it world. Would, it would definitely be great for them to do a Zombieland TV show and just poke fun at Walking Dead. Yes. I feel like oh, Walking my God. God. Be I feel like perfect. Walking Dead should have ended like five seasons ago. <laughs> <laughs> it should have ended in like season three, honestly. Yeah, yeah that's it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so but yeah, Zombie Land is great. That's that's great. Number three. Oh, I could, uh, make you guys. That was that was good. <laughs> excited. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that was good. All right, so this this next one is another film that not a lot of people have seen. I think everybody should see it. It's an amazingly dark, horrific film. Uh, it's called The Voices, and it's got my man crush Ryan Reynolds in it. Okay. <laughs> and. I'm already on board. <laughs> <laughs> and better yet, he voices a Scottish cat and a dog in it as well. Now you've got me on board. It is one of the best dark comedies I've ever seen in my life. I've heard of this. But it, okay, so I've seen a lot of films where people get killed, right? It happens in tons of films, right? This scene, this film has a scene where someone gets killed and it's it's stuck with me like no other killing ever. And this is a comedy film, but it doesn't feel like it when you're watching that scene. But everything else in it's hilarious. But it's it's like masterfully directed. It's got so much style to it. it I've never seen another movie like it. And it's just so interesting from start to finish how they build the story. And I don't even want to give any of it away, but I mean, essentially what you have is Ryan Reynolds, there's something wrong with him in the film. Like That's the feeling you get from it, but you don't know what. And as it goes on, you slowly see just how depraved the world around him is. And it just gets worse and worse and worse into levels that you don't expect. And then it just ends on a note that is so ridiculously absurd but still fits the whole film so, so he starts murdering people because his date stands him up essentially <laughs> yeah. it's a young Ryan Reynolds but that's too, that's like yeah it is it's like 2004 or something 2014 2014 oh okay oh, so wow. it's not as old as yeah. I yeah. but it's it's really really good mm. um it, it's just a really fun film it's weird interesting okay. yeah yeah I I was unaware of this film yeah, I feel too. like I feel like I've heard of this but maybe not I've probably brought it up in passing at some point, maybe not on the podcast, but I have probably brought it up because I watched it because Ryan Reynolds was in it. That's that's literally the reason. I was like, it looks colorful, it looks fun, it's fun sometimes. Yeah. And, <laughs> but it, it definitely it does well at playing on tropes, but in different ways than I've seen other movies like Scream do, where it's not focused on playing on tropes. It's focused on being its own unique story while adding in those tropes every now and then. But it's got Anna Kendrick and Ryan Reynolds. I just see Anna Kendrick, yeah. In it. I'm a big fan of and Anna it's Kendrick, a, it's too. also a, like we see this stereotypical thing, and I won't go too much into this because it's not the kind of podcast, but where like we see a lot of like female directors don't get their chance at like violence and gore and this is a female director and she does Excellent. it very very well i mean Good. she proves that there's no reason for those kind of stereotypes yeah. but it, it's it's amazing it's a great film um not i know this is going to be a kind of a tangent but you said like a dark comedy that's really funny and i would recommend the show barry i know you're going to start watching yes. it it's like the darkest funniest show i've seen in a long time it's hbo it's got bill hader oh okay that's that's who popped in my head and i was like yeah. why am i seeing bill hader <laughs> that's <laughs> So yeah. you think dark comedy, you think Bill Hader. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Bill Hader, you can also tweet us. Um, no, but I would, I would recommend that. You just don't yeah. think of that. Because Brian Reynolds, I don't know. I saw him in Buried, and that was dark. Mm-hmm. 
I really like Buried. That's, and that was right. him only. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's yeah. like a voice of like two other people. It's a very underrated film yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. It gave it's me really a lot of Yeah. I was like, that's, I'm avoiding that one because of that anxiety. Yeah, it it's a, a really, really, really good film. It's it is really a really good, good film. Yeah. But yeah, so. you, you won't forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise known as Ryan Reynolds in a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, my, uh, my next pick is going to be my number three, right? Is what we're on? Yeah. It is going to be really short because we already talked about it. It's going to be Zombieland. All right. So we pretty much like we went in depth on Zombieland. Hammered Land. that nail. So, <laughs> uh, so Josh, what's your number three? I'm just kidding. No. Um, I, Murray. I, <laughs> I really do appreciate Zombieland for like a lot of like. I think that was um, my big break for Jesse Eisenberg, yeah. like seeing him yeah. like on the big screen. Um, <laughs> kind of like the Matthew Lillard thing. I think that's a lot of people's big break. Yeah, with Jesse yeah, Eisenberg. Yeah, yeah. 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 we're just gonna show. Was, I think like, that was, I like this guy. Well, that was also kind of his, wasn't that also kind of his yeah. big break? Because he didn't really do too he much. He had done a, a lot of like independent stuff, as far yeah. as I know. But I mean, Zombieland was like the film that I remember first seeing him in anything huge. Yeah, I mean, Social honestly, Network I, was shortly after. I think. I, like, honestly, I think that it was Emma Stone for me too. I think that's the first thing I saw Emma Stone in. That was the first big thing yeah. I think I recognized her in. Yeah, that's fair. Is, yeah. Is that one. Um, well, it's also what, Abigail Breslin, I think, too? Yeah. She had some yeah. stuff before that, though. I remember yeah, she hearing had some her stuff, name. Yeah. But, so yeah. I, I I knew Abigail Breslin going into that yeah. already, but like Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone. I knew Emma Stone going into it, but Emma Stone, that was her big, like, yeah. you know, her big role for me. Yeah. And then Jesse Eisenberg was like, oh, like, who's this guy? Like, you know, whoa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Zombieland, there was just like, I mean, the like the music... Yeah. And it too was in sync. I mean, you open it up to that Metallica song of like all the uh, you know zombies running around. I just yeah. remember like the the stripper uh, was like the stripper girl running because you just see the tassels, well, yeah, like well, flipping around. So and it's, it's like it's opening. like the reason why Edgar Wright was brought up because when you look at something like Baby Driver, for instance, that Edgar Wright did, it's yeah. very heavily stylized. And films mm-hmm. that are very heavily stylized, they take on like a life of their own. They feel like something that you don't see anywhere else. That's what the voices was. Yeah. It was the same thing. It's something that I'd never seen before. Yeah. And yeah. Plus, I love that like each character had like while they were all doing this together, they each had their own like little like thing that they're working on. So you have like Woody Harrelson's character who was like he was on on like this massive hunt for the Twinkie. Yeah. You know, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. I think he was just trying to get to his parents. If I remember, correct, remember correctly, um, I probably haven't seen this since it came out. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's it's another reason why I think it would be a great show because there's so many subplots in that. I'm yeah. amazed they were able to wrap them up in a film. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you even had stuff where like he was talking about his what you thought he was talking about his dog, mm-hmm. like Woody Harrelson, but it turns out he was talking about his kid. Like yeah. later in that, yeah. like, dude, I remember that blowing my mind. Where I was just like, oh my god, he's actually talking about his kid. Yeah. Uh, but then it made sense too because I was like, why would he be bathing his dog like that? Like, you know, who bathes their dog? <laughs> like. Um, you know, but just stuff like that was just super great to me. Woody Harrelson does. Yeah, I, I can see him doing that. <laughs> I'm going to say, I didn't put Zombieland on my list. I'm very happy I didn't. I, I, I debated, but I don't we would have. We would have. <laughs> we would have beat what the nail is going into. Like, <laughs> at that point. I guess we would have triple tapped it. Ooh. <laughs> Good anyway, one. moving on to dishonorable mentions. Yeah, moving on, like Josh's <laughs> joke. <laughs> moving on to movies we already talked about. My number three is going to be Scream. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to keep going on and talking Go about movies that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I put Scream pretty in the middle of my list because I didn't when I watched it. I was younger. I didn't realize it was a satire. It actually either. creeped me out quite a bit. I still think oh, it's kind of creepy. It yeah. is creepy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't get you know I. 
I was just a kid watching it, and so I didn't really get the the guy explaining the plot. Like, I yeah. got it, but I didn't know he was explaining it right, as a, literally as yeah. like it's going, like as the plot's been yeah. happening. Yeah, I just thought he was a fan of horror movies, and he was like, "This is what happens." Yeah, it's like this is literally what happens. Yeah, well, and I said earlier, I I mentioned earlier that he dies, but what I meant was he dies in the second film. Okay. At the beginning, when he's again explaining how sequels work this time, <laughs> he then dies. Nice. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, because he is one of the few that survive. He's one of the very few. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. I think Dewey survives, right? He gets shot or something and he survives. Dewey, it, it, he gets like massacred from what I remember. Like he, he should have been dead. Yeah, yeah. And then they bring him back. Because I thought he was dead, which yeah. it's it's just another trope they're playing. Because yeah. like the miraculous hero comes back to life. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it was, I think, I can't remember, I can't remember like the first time I watched it, what year it was, whatever, but I mean, Drew Barrymore, right? Yep. Uh, Skeeter. Drew Barrymore in the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And they have... Um, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Yeah. Um, Courtney Cox. David Courtney Arquette, Cox. Yeah. When she was married to David Arquette. Yeah. So. yeah. Courtney Cox Arquette. <laughs> Courtney Cox Arquette. Yeah. I think they're divorced now. Oh, yeah, they're. Okay. Yeah, they divorced. They divorced before that series was over. Yeah, really? I think so. Um, Skeeter Ulrich is the other guy. Mm, okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that's... Yeah. That's totally him. <laughs> yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't really have much to add just because we already covered a lot of it. But, yeah. Um, I do remember dressing up as Ghostface for Halloween one year. All the kids dressing up as like Ghostface. Say, do you remember the like the hype that that movie caused? Oh yeah, Halloween? it was crazy. It was like every other kid. They was... still, you know, they still sell the masks for that. Like the oh, bleeding, yeah. like the bleeding It's like mask. one of the most popular masks ever. Yeah. yeah. My favorite thing about it though is that. Scream takes the idea that this becomes so popular. I'm sorry. (laughs) Scream takes the idea that this becomes so popular, and then they put real society into it, and then like three films later, we have a whole society who every Halloween dresses like that, so then you have no idea who the the killer is. And that is one of the best things, they because they play off society's tropes rather than just movies. But the whole series is good. And honestly, the whole series is... Is it all Wes Craven? Yeah. Okay. And every film has something it's specifically going off of. Like the third film, they're making a film about the first two films. <laughs> Dude, I really got to go back and rewatch this series. The whole like, series is worth now, it. Like, I never remember, thought about it like that. Do you remember Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Oh, yeah. When they go on the set of Scream and it's an orangutan who's <laughs> the killer? What? I thought that was really funny. And then Wes Craven is actually in that. He has a cameo in that. Dude, nice. Yeah, it's from anyway. We miss you, West Coast. Yes. <laughs> number two. All right. Moving into our number two. Yeah. Then. yeah. Um, Go ahead and scream it. So I've been struggling with what... <laughs> I'm not sighing at you. I've been struggling with what my number two or my number one would be. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I've got, I've got them sitting on this list in a specific order, but I've flipped them like a thousand times. I have a feeling... We're all going to be pretty similar. I'm going to say for my number two, I really don't know. I'm going to call my number two and my number one like equal, basically. Right. Okay. But my number two, I'm going to go with Tucker and Dale versus Evil. There it is. So, my number two is also okay, Tucker and Dale versus go. Evil, yeah. which is, I just watched that one uh, a week and a half ago. Okay. I think, yeah. And it was worthy enough to go on my list because it's that was so amazing. Good. It's so good. It flips the entire script yeah. on like what we know as a, like a slasher movie. Yeah. It's it's great it's, because you're following around the slashers like quote unquote slashers yeah. the entire time. And it's just time. a big misunderstanding. Exactly. Like the movie is one big misunderstanding. Yeah. It turns out 
the freaking college dude is a psycho anyways. I know. Like, uh, My favorite is the wood chipper scene, though. The dude just runs and trips like, and man, just goes the, straight the into just, it. The dude just ran into into Like, all these kids are committing suicide. Like, they're, they're like a suicide cult or something. <laughs> the best uh, thing is dude. just... They're so the the two main actors are so good Dude. at playing these innocent yokel type characters, and it's just everything. Plus, it's Alan Tudyk, dude. Like, I know, I oh, love Alan God. Tudyk, and the other actor, his name's escaping me right now. It's uh, Tyler Labine. Yes, I think? yes. Yeah. He is also in a show called Deadbeat, where he plays like a guy who can talk to ghosts. I've Dude, seen nice. that. I, I love Deadbeat. I've seen like the trailers and stuff. It's ridiculous it, but... and terrible, but he's so good with Alan Tudyk. They're like the perfect combination. Oh, it's mm. it's phenomenal. Even when they're looking around the cabin after they buy it in the film, and they're like, "Oh, this is great!" And oh, it's got yeah. like things. Oh hanging man, watch from out for that post! Like it's yeah. loose, and it's like it's just a trap to kill him, yeah. which actually comes back later and kills the the sheriff. Yeah. And they're making a second one. So this is one thing that's very important with Tucker and Dale versus Evil is they are making a second one with the same two actors and the same director. Nice. So we're gonna have the same people working on this film. So hopefully we get a good one. Yeah. Because I've been waiting for a sequel for this, and this is one. We talked about whether or not you need one. I kind of need one for Tucker yeah. and Dale because I want to follow them around. Like yeah. I want to see. I want to see more of these too. Like yeah. I, I've always wanted Tucker and Dale versus Final Destination, just because that's what their whole situation <laughs> yeah, yeah. is. <laughs> oh man, I think one of my favorite scenes though is like with the bees, where he like uh, like saws into the log and oh. has the light. He like what? he's like ah, like running away from the bees. But oh, so good. The movie is just it plays with so many tropes. <laughs> It's all yeah. its own film, too. And it's just, it's so much fun. If you've never seen it, oh that's God. such an injustice. You should so see worth it. it. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's amazing. I'm, I'm better for watching that movie, like, afterwards. I was thoroughly enjoying watching that one. Yeah. I found a poster for Tucker and I Dale just saw that one, too. It says, this year's spring break is cut short. And, and they're dragging <laughs> half of their body. <laughs> The, the bottom half of the wood chipper kids. Well, yeah. and just the fact it's that they so that like the teenagers are like, we gotta save her because she's being held hostage. But what, they yeah, saved like, her they literally, from like, falling in yeah. when no one else cared. It's just the whole film is so ridiculous, I love it. and I love it to death. And I'm excited for more. It, I'm I'm so excited yeah. to see more and to um, see where it goes. Yeah, I am too. I I oh my god. Alan Tudyk is an unsung hero. Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah he's great in everything he's in. Yeah. For those who don't know who he is, he played the chicken in Moana. That's oh, breakout. yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was his breakout yeah. role. <laughs> I completely He does a lot of other things. Did. I just like um, bringing that one up because he's like, he, he mentions what college he went, to, he went to and he's like, and now I'm doing this. I want to, you uh, talked about like wanting to be friends with Paul Rudd. I want to be friends with Alan Tudyk. Yes. Like, <laughs> oh my God, yes. He was in uh, uh, Dodgeball. Yeah, he was. He was Steve the yep. Pirate in Dodgeball. Uh, what's what's he famous for? Firefly. Uh, Firefly. He was yeah. in Firefly. He's also recently in been in Doom Patrol. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's right. He, he was, was the uh, villain in Mr. Doom Patrol. Mr. No- uh, Mr. Oh, now I'm going to... Is it Mr. Nothing? It's something like that. Yeah. Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. Yeah. And he's perfectly oh, cast. He's so a great choice. He has quite the... Uh, yeah, he's got quite oh, a lot I mean, yeah. The new Aladdin, Star Wars Rogue One, A Knight's Tale, Frozen, yeah. Wreck-It Ralph, Dodgeball, Zootopia. That's like, right, he was in Frozen. I only yeah, know that because I'm he's, he's, age, He like, is that actor that everyone has seen. You cannot escape him. But you have no idea. But you don't know who he is. Yeah. And that's why he's an unsung hero. <clears throat> because he's in everything. Yeah. And he's amazing. Because he plays the robot in Rogue One. He plays yeah. the main robot. Which is like one of my favorite characters He's like the best one, character dude. in Rogue One, yeah. <clears throat> so... 
Yeah, and Tucker and Dale's just made that much better with Alan Tidyuk. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. It's such a great film. I'm glad someone else had it. Well, Josh, my <laughs> number. <laughs> so I feel like my number two is going to be somebody's number one. So we're probably just going to flip flop these two because okay. I think they're like the top horror satires. My number two is Shaun of the Dead. Okay. No. Um. It's All right. It's not it, my number one. It's cool. my number one. Cool. I mean, we can talk. I, mean, we're, we're at, I think we're at that point, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, Shaun of the Dead is my number one pick, actually. Interesting. So. I kind of figured we would have those two reversed. And so I thought when you said Tucker and Dale versus Evil, your number one was going to be Shaun of the Dead. Now I'm yeah. really curious to see what it was. I am too. But, uh, but Shaun of the Dead, Edgar Wright, he's, he's a genius. He's awesome. Um, according to the poll that we did on Facebook, people like... Shaun of the Dead more than Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's because more people have seen Shaun of the Dead. Which I know a lot more people. I have was seen gonna bring Shaun that up Dead. too. Is I think it, I think Shaun of the Dead got a way bigger. I mean, like it had it way got more marketing. More marketing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So a bigger public eye than what Tucker and Dale got. Yeah. But I think that puts Simon Pegg and uh, Nick Frost on the mark, right? Like that was pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That was like that, that was my first. Saw that was, like, that was my first experience with Simon yeah. Pegg. Yeah. Because then they had Hot Fuzz, which came after. I that. haven't and seen Hot Fuzz yet. Yeah. At the which is a trilogy, technically. You have really? Hot Fuzz. Yeah. You yeah. Have Shaun of I've the Dead, Hot that, Fuzz, yeah. and End of the World, which are it's a trilogy, oh, wow, technically. Okay. Yeah. Which, weirdly. Yeah, it doesn't make. <laughs> a lot. How do you go from like zombie world to like them being like police officers? To aliens, yeah. So, but anyways, it's a weird world. <laughs> yeah, dude, Britain is super strange. What was the alien one? <laughs> that was at World's End. That was World's no. End. There was another one where they had like a literal alien, Paul. Oh, oh yeah, Paul. Oh, good, <laughs> oh, yeah, because that was Seth Rogen. Yep. I yeah. Forgot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That was one I remind you about Paul. Watched, dude. <laughs> How can we forget with the storm area fifty one that just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Storm yeah. or party? I was like, I heard they showed up and they partied and went <laughs> home. <laughs> you know, that's actually amazing though. Just like to bring if it that's up. not America, then it, I don't know what it is. It brought five thousand visitors to surrounding towns as tourists that they'd never had before. So it yeah. brought like a whole bunch of economy. Oh my god! So congratulations, yeah, Storm Area Fifty One, <laughs> and saving the you economy. You really made a mark on American history. <laughs> Let's do it again. See another day. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Shaun of the Shaun, Dead. yeah, Shaun of the Dead is just is is genius. Just the, like uh, the scene that sticks out for me is the part where he's like, the he's yawning and the <laughs> so, the thing is the zombies in the background. He's like, <laughs> that's him. Like that. Or he's singing, right? He's there's like music or something like that playing. Every time so. the music breaks, he's like, oh, yeah. but <laughs> like his that yawn that he did because he did it when he woke yeah. up in the first movie where he did the stretch and the yawn and that became his zombie persona when they had yeah. to like dress up as zombies. Yeah. Um, my one of my favorite things about that is them doing like the okay first we're gonna go get mom yeah. then we're gonna go here and then we're gonna and like something keeps changing so like okay now we're gonna go do this yep. and like they kept like yep. changing the plan and then we're gonna go have beers at the bar like, and, that's, <laughs> and that fits right in the Edgar Wright's directing style where he's yeah. like boom 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 and they yeah. like did it cuts, cuts, cuts yeah yeah, cuts. yeah. Um, and then the uh, who can forget that you got some red on you <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. it's just genius everything yeah. about that yeah, is just yeah, it's awesome. such a good movie yeah so I was like I was heartbroken. Sorry for New Year's number one. I was heartbroken. It's also a fan voted number one too. So yeah. that know, worked out. A lot of people love love. That's what I'm saying. I think they might be upset that it's my number two, but yeah. You know, now I'm curious what, what your number one is. Yeah, this is gonna throw the order off because your number much, one is. Yeah, you're everyone gone. Everyone knows what like you know. I'm done. <laughs> See you guys. 
Jim's, Jim's good. We still got honorable dishonorable. But now I'm there. curious to see what Cameron's is because it's not. I'm just curious to see what yours is. Mine is one that I don't think. Are we going into that now? Yeah. Are we going into number one. I don't. Yeah, yeah. we got to wait for that to play, right? Yeah. <laughs> are we going to play it? Yeah. yeah. Cue it, Cameron. Cue it. Edit this after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll give some space. Number one. Come on, Eddie. It's time to. <laughs> All right. So for my number one, and again, I was battling between Tucker and Dale versus Evil and this, but I think this this specific movie it, it plays on so many tropes in a way oh, that is so nostalgic for me. Can I guess? You can guess, but you probably know. Is it Cabin in the Woods? It is Cabin in the yeah. Woods. <laughs> Actually, you know what? How you mentioned there, it, I had there's a reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've been describing this movie to people lately as Scooby Doo without the dog. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Cabin in the Woods is. It's a bunch of kids. It's, it's Thor. It. I mean, Thor's in it. Yeah, and he gets electrocuted. Yeah, it's and not, dies, it's not Thor, which is yeah, awkward. But this movie, from start to finish, it literally starts by showing us this underground facility where they're going to run everything, which is just absurd. Because it reminds me of like the producers and the directors and how they're mm-hmm. they're planting all of these cliches and they're intentionally doing this just to torment the actors or whatever. And then you go into we see all of the cliched people, yeah. every single one, which are again just yeah. it's just the mystery ink gang without the dog, yeah. and including Shaggy with the giant bong that was real. By the way, it's it real, real and working. It works. So they built a real one. It was an expensive prototype, but they built one and all one that works. But then you go from that to the gas station with the creepy stranger that yeah. knows that something bad's going to happen, yeah. which is again planted by the underground facility. It's, and then you get into the cabin. It's and, been a long time since I've seen it, but I do remember the gas station guy that I was like, that's like every horror movie yeah. is like the creepy guy. It's like, you go that way. You'll exactly, be right. Yeah. Well, and he's yeah. like warning them. He's like, people don't come out from these parts at all. And that's exactly what's in every single yeah. horror movie. And then again, like I mentioned earlier... The Cabin in the Woods, which is the namesake of the film, and it's also one of the most like replayed tropes in yeah, horror films, yeah. just so yeah. consistently, whether it's Evil Dead or Cabin Fever. I mean, there's yeah. tons of them. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which plays <laughs> on it as well. Technically, Friday the 13th, you have those wood cabins. Exactly. Yeah, Friday the 13th. I mean, even Zombievers plays on the trope because there's so much. Yeah. Like, there's so much in horror that plays on that. But everything about it, and even how they choose the monster, is just amazing to me. It, it reminds me of like the scene of The Conjuring when they're in the basement and they're like looking at all the relics. But yeah. in this, they're just if whichever one they choose, that's what monster you get. And it's just everything about the film is ridiculous I and absurd. Love the scene where all the elevators open and they, the monsters yes. just come out—it's like the which best. which is so a throwback good. to to uh, the Shining with the blood coming out of the okay. elevators. Yep. And it's a great throwback because they set it up like almost exactly the mm-hmm. same. But then you just watch these people torn yeah. apart. If you've never seen the film, it's a great satire. Oh, okay. oh, you should see it. I, That's I have it on. You should on my list. I'm not gonna show you my list because like. I have like a need to watch because then I was building this list. I was like, oh, man, yeah. I don't think that I, I won't talk like, any more about it because I don't want to ruin <clears> anything <throat> else. I'll probably forget about it. To be honest, by the time I watch it, it is it is amazing, and it's really good. All I'll say is, and I'm not going to spoil the ending or anything like that, but I just want to say that like they someone asked the director, "Are you going to make a sequel?" And then he just like stared at them and he was just like, "Did you watch the film?" <laughs> and that was that was all he said. And he, it's because it just plays on all those tropes, and that's all it's there for. It's not there to be a sequel, like yeah. to be like a prop for sequels. It's yeah. not meant for that. It's meant for in one film, yeah. right? You you go in, you you meet the characters, 
and then everything happens yeah. and then you're done. Yeah. But I've seen it so many times and I, I'm always willing to watch it again because it's such a good movie. Yeah. I it's, do need to watch it again, so I'd be willing to watch it. It's a it lot of fun. It's been a long time. I feel like we have like an ever-growing list of movies that we all need to sit down yeah. and watch together. Yeah. And we haven't done it yet. So we should, yeah. We should. Um, my number one's going to be quick. Can you guess? Tucker and Dale vs. Evil? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I had a feeling. I thought so. I was... Yeah, I, I, so I, I actually spent last night staring at the poll. <laughs> I don't know how people voted because those two movies are equal in my eyes. They are so good. That's kind of but, where I was at too. I was debating. I was like, Tucker and Dale was good enough for me to like be able to put it on number one, but I was like, it's still so fresh. Yeah, but Tucker and Dale versus Evil, I went in not knowing it was a satire, and I was I was thoroughly thoroughly <laughs> smacked in the face. Like, I was entertained because <laughs> I was oh, like, this is so ridiculous. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think I heard anything about it. I think I just saw it and I was like, oh, I want to watch this. Because like, horror. I was watching horror movies or something. And I was yeah. like, that is not what I was expecting. And <laughs> I, it was, but it was amazing. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't so upset that it was completely We've opposite. talked about it on the podcast. And I went in and I had no idea what to expect going in. So I was like, I just knew that it was a good movie worth watching. Yeah. And so I was surprised like going into it myself. It's an too. amazing movie worth watching. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> and it's one of those films I had seen on Netflix over the years consistently. Finally, a friend had told me how good it was. He didn't actually tell me how funny it was because he let me go in thinking it wasn't a comedy as well. Yeah. Same thing. And then yeah. you learn really quickly yeah. that it's a comedy. But it, it's one of those films that, like, if you, you just see the poster on Netflix as you're scrolling by, it doesn't draw you in necessarily. Yeah. It's just I kind of saw it. Yeah, I've seen it multiple yeah. times, and I'm like, that doesn't really look good. It looks it, like a I did kind of get a comedy vibe <laughs> from the poster, though. Personally, plus I saw Island Two Dicks, so like I c- I couldn't tell <clears throat> if it was comedy or just bad B movie though, because it, it does such a good job of looking like a bad B movie. I think you bring up a good point. I think one of the reasons that it drew me in is because I was interested in seeing Alan Tudyk in a horror movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh okay, this makes more sense <laughs> that it's Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Uh, Alan Tudyk. Um, but yeah, I won't I won't dwell on it too much. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. If you haven't seen it. Highly, highly, Please highly watch recommend it. Watch it and let us know what you think. Yeah. Because yeah. we're do. not wrong in this come case. Back and, <laughs> come back and This us. is an agreement where it could have been all of our number like, ones. And that would have been a first tell time. tell us, thank yeah. you for recommending Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then go tweet Alan Tudyk and yeah. tell him how good he is. <laughs> he needs love. He's going to get like an <laughs> influx. Yeah. He's underappreciated. He really is. Um, cool. So that's going to round out our top five... Uh, horror satire films and now we're going to dive right into our honorable mentions I'll play that actual sound alright so going into my honorable mentions here I've got a new one pretty brand new one on the list um, that I don't think got enough love in the box office but it did get a lot of love critically Ready or Not just recently came out this This is the part where Josh and I got our hide and seek it was I went in thinking this will be a fun movie. Mm-hmm. It is one of my favorite films now. I love it to death. Wow. It is it is so much fun and also like gut-wrenching horror. It oh, has God. Margot Robbie? No, oh, no. It, no she looks Levy. like Margot Robbie because yeah. I thought it was Margot Robbie originally because she has very similar features. Like she looks very similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so so she does phenomenal. She's amazing. But I want to I want to mention something really important is how like the art direction is done in this. She it looks Victorian, she has right, right and yeah, she has so multiple like but it's not a period piece. It is modern. Right. But she has multiple outfits in this film, but she only ever has one outfit. 
That's what I'm gonna say about it. If okay. you watch the film, you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, but I can the see it film is a slasher film. But it's a slasher film done from the standpoint that this family is playing hide and seek and they're hunting her down. And then just ridiculous, maniacal insanity ensues. It's 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 absolutely hilarious, but it's so down to earth the entire time. There's real tension in it, there's real horror, there's also real like damage to them. Like when they get hurt, when they when things happen to them, you feel that pain. There's a scene that's like so grisly, it was hard to watch. And this is a comedy. It's definitely a comedy, but it, it's it's well, a dark comedy. But it is so good. I mean, it's it's one of those films that everybody should see. And um, even Stephen King put up on Twitter how good it was. Like he went to go see it, I guess. But really? it it's a lot of fun. And every I I've seen a lot of tropes. I've seen a lot of cliches. This movie plays on them to a point where you don't necessarily expect what's going to happen. Okay. They do things, and you're like, well, this is going to happen, and they do the complete opposite thing. So they, they're constantly just doing like all these different turning points. It's amazing. And I, I figured you guys probably hadn't seen it. It just recently came out. Yeah. But I had to mention it. Yeah. It's I'm so much fun. I'm aware of it, but I'm aware of it now. I put it on my honorable <laughs> because not a lot of people are going to know what it is. So I want, but I, I still want people to go see it. it. It's really good. So I was looking at the writers of this movie, and one of them uh, is the writer for Wrong Turn. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I, I remember that That's movie and Skinwalkers sounds familiar to me, but the other one is a writer on Stan versus Evil, and I've been huh. wanting to watch that. that I've been I wanting was, to see that. Yeah. I was actually I started watching that show, and I kind of I kind of enjoyed it because he was just like it, like he expressed how little he wanted to do, like any of the monster hunts, and it was <laughs> fantastic because it's like the it was like the head doctor from like Scrubs. Yeah, yeah, is who it was. Yeah, That's so. It. John C. McGinley is his name. Yeah. I just looked it up. I don't know that offhand. <laughs> I don't have that knowledge just offhand. Like, Dang, Josh, what are you doing recording um, this? But yeah, ready or not, I have been wanting to see that. Yeah, so I can definitely I'll tell add you. That to my I list. can tell everyone once it's out and available for people to watch, go see it or break, or buy it or whatever because yeah. it's good. Yeah. So cool. Um, I actually made a last minute change. I'm gonna let you guys decide because if not, I have a backup okay. on my uh, dishonorable or my honorable mention rather. Uh, is uh, <laughs> a movie I was introduced the first time I was in college was uh, Rubber. If you guys okay. have ever seen Rubber, I actually have seen Rubber. It's great. I have seen Rubber. It's yeah. great. It's so the premise of the film is that everything happens for absolutely no reason. First of all, like they talk yeah. about that in the very first scene, but the actual movie itself is about a tire that comes to life and rolls around town killing people. Yeah, yeah. my like, killing people. With psychic powers, yes, it yeah, should like, be brought up. Yeah, like sound yeah. waves or something. That yeah, he like literally, literally makes he like explode. vibrates and yeah. then their heads explode. Yeah. yeah, it's a ridiculous film. <laughs> so forgot if rubber like, even existed. Yeah. I did too until we were sitting here recording. And I was like, wait a minute, this is a better like. I got to the end of that movie and I was like, what was the point of anything? <laughs> exactly. And then I guess that that is exactly the point. like is the everything point. happens for absolutely no reason. So yeah. if like if that's a good one for you, because you don't like, necessarily like, like feel anything for the tire. No, I mean it's a horror movie, so it's definitely good for the list. I mean it's just a yeah. slasher, but yeah. yeah, it was actually it's I think really it was bizarre. like mystery thriller yeah. is what it came up as when I searched it. So I was like, I'll let you guys be the judge. Mm. If not, then I'll go with my backup. Um, but dude, yeah. I just thought Robert was yeah. just so great. I've watched that one multiple times after a roommate in college showed it to me. And I, I mean, just, it drew me in because it was a tire that kills people. I was yeah. like, okay, let's see what... Yeah. I passed on it because it was a tire that killed people. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I had someone tell me that like, I should watch it. Yeah. And I, yeah. I fell in love with I, that. I try to gravitate towards like those indie-ish horror yeah. films yeah. because they tend to 
try it just harder seems slow. than just... It just yeah, seems slow yeah, for me. I was going to say, I didn't love this one as much mm, as that's why I, I thought I was honorable. going to. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it is a little bit slow. By the end, I was a little, you know, tired. Yeah. That's my one per uh, list. Uh, I mean, but it's a tire that blows people heads up. And, like, that's pretty much it. The whole <laughs> movie. And that's, like, and that's you all you really see. And by the time yeah. you've seen that enough, I got bored with it. Exactly. But yeah. I did watch the whole film, which yeah. is also I love that they, like, so. tried to put, like, an ominous, like, thing of, like, the tire rolling up in, like, the very beginning of, like, the, the scene. It does And him just sit there. Like, yeah. Basically, the tire just rolled up. You see him in the bottom corner of the screen. And he would just be looking at a building. Well, yeah. quote, unquote, yeah. looking at a building. And it, like it would cut to something else after that. Like they tried to play that ominous, like oh my god, the killer's gonna be there. Yeah, but like yeah. I just want to bring up in terms of low budget filmmaking, that film is mostly a tire rolling through dirt. <laughs> yeah, it's most of yeah. the film. It's like ninety yeah. percent of it. I love uh, that simplistic. I gotta like, go ahead. I just I, I have to look up. Uh, I want to look up the budget and and just um, see. I'm just I'm super. So it had a five hundred thousand dollar budget, which is considered like micro budget. So yeah. 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 Um, That's definitely low budget. And it had a return, doesn't say. So <laughs> I ran into a poster that says, Are you tired of the expected? And it's literally like a tire <laughs> with an eyeball in it. Like Okay. Quentin. I imagine du- it's Dupont? not great if they don't put the return on the <laughs> Did it ever release theatrically? I or did it have like a limited release? I watched it because that would be a reason why you right. And as I think most people did, <laughs> that would be a reason why you don't see it having a return. I mean, it was a, it was a very micro film. They're even saying yeah. um, the let's see, Gregory Bernard is one of the producers. He said, "We're really blessed to have so much attention on such a small film." Um, so the fact that they're Impressed that people are actually even watching the film is probably like saying they, they like made that. this movie like purely for fun, yeah, <laughs> for absolutely no reason. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a good choice, though. The, the director just had a film come out actually um, in the Cannes Film Festival, so he, he is still doing things. He made a French <laughs> film recently, though, so okay, yeah, yeah. Rubber, but yeah, though. rubber, it's a solid choice. A lot of people, I, I know people that have seen it and love it, and I know people that have not seen it. So it's one of those films that like it's not surprising that you don't see a return. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. It, I don't it think anybody I mean, it like, is, like you said, it is a tire rolling around. So you can expect he would be like, bro, I just saw this movie. <laughs> it's not gonna be like on the popular list on Netflix of like, you know. Yeah. I call like, I call Jim up and I'm like, Jim, stop what you're doing and watch this movie. <laughs> Jim's gonna come back and be like, like you bastard. <laughs> You just uh, wasted an hour and a half of my life. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. Um, my honorable Enjoy. mention, I'm going to fight you guys for this because I looked up horror satire <laughs> movies and it came up on multiple lists. Portal Cameron, 2. Uh, <laughs> I tapped the table. Is the Eddie, joke that we made before the... Eddie, the editor, is going to have to cut that one out. Cut it out, Eddie. Sorry, Eddie. Eddie. Um, so, it's official now. Uh... American Psycho. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah. Um, I no. Damn. Yes. Okay. I say yes. <laughs> okay. So, well, I haven't seen cool. it. That was it, it was a face that I made. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, horror. I don't know. A, a slasher. I guess. Yeah. It's like a murder. It's film. a slasher. Yeah. Um. I I love it. I think it was great. Um. I need to go back and watch it because I was younger and probably didn't pick up on a lot of the stuff that I would pick up on. How now. young were you? I was very young. How young were you? 
Because um, if you say like 13, I'm going to be worried. 13? No, I, I honestly don't know. No. I don't remember. It is, it is It is. one of those films. It, first of all, it just deserves two viewings in general because yeah. there's a lot going on in it. The director, she did a great job. Mm-hmm. She did an amazing job of making this film. Um, one thing I'll bring up, and I'll, I'll let you go again, but I just want to bring up real quick this, this really interesting thing. William Defoe is in it. He's great as he is in everything. It's actually Willem Defoe. Well, I was just going to be that douche. <laughs> all right, fine. Defoe is in it. And <laughs> was he Defoe, though? <laughs> Kind of. Uh, <laughs> but oh but he, he's in it three different times in the movie, okay? And the director told is each... He the cop? Yeah. Okay. He's, the, he's the guy investigating the, um, Norman Bates, which is Isn't the main character, essentially. Or he's the Green Goblin, and he's terrorizing <laughs> yeah. people. But he's investigating, and in each of the three scenes, the director gave him different... Um, character viewpoints. So for the for one of the scenes, he he's supposed to act like he already knows everything that's going on and he's got the case all wrapped up. For another scene, he's supposed to act like he has no idea what's going on and he's just being introduced to this. And then for another scene, he's supposed to act like he's been interested in someone else entirely other than the normal character. So what this film does is it completely throws off what the investigation seems like. So you have no idea if he knows or not. So you feel the same tension as the psychopathic character that Christian Bale plays. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, you you did it way better than me. Um, I, for- <laughs> I forget that Jared Leto was in it yes. as well. He has the best scene in it. Yeah. yeah. He really does. Wait, is that the couch scene? That's the couch okay. scene where he's yeah. like dancing and stuff. Yep. Oh, I love it. Huey I love Lewis in the news. <laughs> yes, right? yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Um, so there's a scene. Sorry, I'm going to spoil this for you because it's great. It's um, so good. <clears throat> there's a scene. We did. I did it in... Uh, I didn't do it, but we went to film school, and there's yeah. people that recreate that scene because it's so famous. Yeah. Um, he invites this guy over. Um, he's like a coworker or something, right? That he really yeah, he's a kill. coworker. Yeah. And uh, he turns out on Huey Lewis in the news and starts giving a history about Huey Lewis in the news while he's putting on a raincoat and grabbing an axe. <laughs> Oh, dude, nice. And dancing. And dancing and stuff. Yeah, and it's super great. It's and then funny. there's scenes where he's, like, having sex with this woman, and he's, like, flexing in the mirror yeah. off to the side. It's, it's just... It's, it's super sexual-driven. Yeah. It's highly sexual-driven. But it, That's always been one on my list to go and watch. So, so. It's so good. It's so good, but it is extremely satirical. It, it, it is one of those, though, kind of like what we've talked about with other things on our list... You don't necessarily know that when you're watching it. I could yeah, see someone, yeah. this one specifically, mm-hmm. I could see someone watching it and not seeing how this is a satirical That's film. Up. Well, and we're talking about, like we talked about earlier, Josh, before the podcast, how the Joker movie is getting a lot of bad press or whatever because people yeah. don't like watching villains in a main character. But that's what American Psycho is. Yeah. Is it is a very bad human being who's yeah. so mentally like messed up. And we're watching him, and we're you like you have to follow him. You have to. This is a man who wants to murder people because they have better looking business cards than him. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how. But the funny, that's how shallow. But uh, the funniest thing is, you, you even get to a point where he doesn't even really know why he's doing it, yeah. and that's he's, he's just, just kind of doing it. Yeah, and he and when he thinks about it, he doesn't know why, mm-hmm. and that's one of the weirdest parts about the film too. I will say the like the crescendo, the the. Um, Climax of the film is so like mind-boggling. It demands another watch just because of yeah. how good it is. Yeah. Just because of how the ending plays out. Add it, that one down. It's so good. Yeah, definitely <laughs> add that yeah. one down. We'll do that. Watch it. it. It's it's really good. And it's the, less like horror and more like just 
It's psychological horror. Yeah. I'd put it in yeah. psychological yeah. horror and slasher. Yeah. Obviously, it's a slasher film. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I was not expecting that one to pop up. Yeah. I dig it. I was All hoping right. you guys were going to let that slide. I didn't really... I think horror, I think like people running away and somebody chasing after them, but this is more urban, I guess. All right. Going into Dishonorable. Y'all are going to hate my Dishonorable. Isn't that why it's Dishonorable? But I've got a lot of reasons why it's, it's my Dishonorable. No, I love Zombieland. Okay. Leave it alone. I didn't think I was... <laughs> on that note, I didn't think I was going to. I, I, I took okay. years to watch it because I didn't think I was going to like it. It was my girlfriend that eventually convinced me to watch it. Okay. So... Glad you like it. <laughs> yeah. But this film is one film that tons of people love, okay? Okay. And I don't... It's a scary movie. That's I, fine. I don't okay. like it. <laughs> I mean... It's it, fine. Yeah. It, There's a lot of reasons to not like it. The biggest reason starting why I don't like it is because it seems that people that didn't grasp that Scream was a scary movie, or I mean that Scream was a satire... <laughs> They took it from Scary Movie that it are wasn't you, a satire. Are you saying that Scary Movie's for stupid people? No. <laughs> no, I'm saying that people went into Scream with certain expectations, but what Scary Movie does is it takes it to an outlandish, ridiculous yeah. point. Okay, yeah. But the problem for Scary Movie with me is not that it's making fun of a satire necessarily. It's that it spends the majority of its runtime doing exactly what another film did to make fun of other films in the genre. So essentially for me, it's like if you took Dumb and Dumber and made it into, like you've made Scream into Dumb and Dumber. That's all Scary Movie comes out to be because it's just Scream, but more obnoxious. Yeah. That's really all it is. Scream for dumb people? Is that what you, that's what you <laughs> Yeah, said. that's what I did. Yeah, exactly. It, I didn't say that. <laughs> but it is Scream that's just obnoxious. It's yeah. just overly obnoxious. And I just never really enjoyed it. I never really found, I thought it was just, I don't know, two over the top. And I think that was like, if, I don't want to say that one was the least favorite of my series in the series, but it definitely wasn't like one of the favorites. You know what I mean? Like, I four was definitely my least favorite, and I stopped watching them after four. Um, you don't, one, you don't it, like Anna Ferris getting hit in the face with a baseball? <laughs> I mean, that was good. That's I mean, there's stuff I like. <laughs> Everyone can agree to that. Stuff I like about it, but anyway, so four was like my least favorite, and the first one was like. After that, then yeah. like it's a like two and three is like a tie yeah. for like my favorite of the two. I think two is my absolute favorite because I reference that more is than that anything. the take my hand guy. Yes, okay. that was yeah. actually my original yeah. honorable mention. By the way, too is scary movie too. But well, and I think that's why they do better later on in some ways is because they are satirizing things that, just that, that deserve genre to be movie satirized. That's just awful. Yeah, yeah, I mean it is in general, but scary movie to me the, Sorry, the biggest reason is just a ninety percent runtime of a film I've already seen. Yeah, you're yeah. just making it more obnoxious, yeah. which is. Absurd. That's like something I'll, I'll watch on YouTube, think, not something I'll watch in a feature film. My my defense in Scary Movie is not a good one, but... Um, like I said, good way to start I, it. He's already turned himself down. That's like I said, it was my number five. It wasn't, you know, it could have... It actually could have swapped places with American Psycho. But um, because it's quotable, I guess... That's you go my in big thing. You're like, ha, that was funny. I can also, I also saw this movie and that joke was funny to me. Let's say it to each other and we'll laugh. Like, that's, that's my only my, argument as to why. Actually, I like that argument because that's my big thing with the scary movie series. Yeah. Like, it's so quotable. And that's what made two, yeah. like, one of my favorite ones. It's like, I still reference yeah. two to this day. That would be the only thing is because when I watched it, I was like in my immature high school phase. Yeah, so well, like, that's oh, what I think. Oh, yeah, exactly. That, that's so. what I would say. It's not like you guys say stupid people. I'm yeah. going to say something different immature. so that people like me more. <laughs> immature, exactly. Because <laughs> that's better. <laughs> <laughs> 
It is though. I mean, like categorically, it it's is like, like whoa, 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 you're not immature. You're not stupid. <laughs> you're just you're immature. immature. <laughs> it is categorically though, like immature humor. Yeah. That is what it's based off of. That whole like movie. That like, whole genre. Everything is, about yeah. it. Like you know, not meet a, the Spartans. Yeah, meet the Spartans. Oh, I forgot about superhero movie. That's so, I mean, all. If you're, like, if, you're, if you're doing that, let's talk about. Blue Harvest or something like that, because you have literally Star Wars. <laughs> the Family Guy like spoof of Star Wars. It's like it's like you're watching Star Wars, but it's like Family Guy jokes thrown into Star Wars. Yeah, but it's satirizing something that's not a satire. That's fair. That's that's the that's, difference. Yeah. Scream is a ninety percent runtime of a film I've already seen. That's fair. But it's it's just it's a scary movie. It's or it's a scary movie. Yeah, yeah it's a ninety percent. He can't even get it right. Yeah. But it, the thing is, if you watch a scary movie first, then Scream is just ninety percent of what you've already seen. So, so you're saying yeah. that scary movie makes you want to scream. <laughs> There's your one per list. <laughs> he's, already, he's already had like three. I know he's had too many. That one yeah. wasn't bad. He's an actual dad though. I think he gets like more That's leeway. Fair. <laughs> nice, cool. I like that though. Yep. All right, you guys didn't hate me as much. Oh, as yeah, because like, like, yeah, I mean it makes sense. I, I thought you, know, you guys were gonna hate me. Yeah. They like buffed it, and we're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we came back with our like terrible like counter argument. So we're like, Cameron, that's our favorite film. How do you have, do you have to share? <laughs> Meanwhile, I've just been shaking in my apartment all day. Like they're gonna hate me. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> next week's episode, Cameron just will be gone. It's like Cameron couldn't make it. We oh, locked him in a room with a scary movie on repeat. Anyway, Jim, oh what's, what's your... Ooh. I don't know how I'm going to follow that, dude. Why do you guys always do this to me? Hashtag Jim, can you follow that? <laughs> we need shirts at this point. Oh, so God, dude, Jim, yeah. Can just um Cool. My uh, my dishonorable mention is going to be another movie I don't think a lot of people have really seen. I actually had an ex girlfriend that made me watch it uh, a couple years, or not a couple years ago, many years ago. Um, is Teeth? If you guys have ever seen I've that seen movie, it. if yeah. you guys have ever seen the movie Teeth, it's uh, never seen it. <laughs> Cameron, I, you're probably going to be better explaining this one than I would be. Uh, I, do you want to give it a go? <laughs> even the filmmakers couldn't explain that. One. It's, it's not a good. Film. I made the genius decision. <laughs> I was like, I made the genius decision to Google teeth. And all the, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that popped up was like dental stuff. Like, okay, anyway. On this episode, Josh learns Google. <laughs> Basically, the, the whole thing of the movie is that she's got a curse or a disease. I don't remember which one it was. She has a, like f- vaginal dentitis or something like that where she has basically this like, she has teeth in her. Like, the first thing that pops up when I Google it is, like, on the Wikipedia, is the box office total. So yeah. I guess they really want you to see that. <laughs> like before they actually like, hey, see Hey, man, that. we made yeah. $2 million. So, but essentially, she had, she had teeth, like, in her vagina. And it would, like, if the person that she was, like, romantically with wasn't worthy... The teeth would essentially like dismember him, but it's like vagina dentata. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, so, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like it just wasn't good. Like the acting was not good. No, like, the, it's really, really the bad. The premise was terrible. Like, and a lot of people like it. A lot of people like this because they're like, it's a satire. It is, yes, in a way, but it's not, but it's good. not good. It's not. It's really bad, and especially yeah. like the cave scene is what I remember most. That's like this kid's like up in the cave. Too, like, yeah, and, and I watched this because so many people told me. This is a great satire. Yeah. It's really not. It's some weird fish thing living in the like living in the body of a female. Yeah. That's what it it's, is. Because yeah. they show part of it, and it's not actually entirely her. It's like some other creature in a way. It's really it's stupid. Yeah, it's, it's like it's really I, I was stupid. not a fan of it. No. Um, 
Uh, out of all the movies, I would not recommend watching this one because I kind of like. I think I purged it from my mind. I, for, I had completely forgotten I had watched I, it. I happened to right scroll now. past it and yeah. I was just like, oh, that's it. Like, that's the one. Because I was like trying to figure out, like, what am I going to put on my Dishonorable? And I saw, like, okay. And it's just not fun to watch no, either. It's really It's not. Boring. Like, it, it's. it's it, sounds, it, it sounds really, um, um, like cringy. It is. It kind of was. It's like yeah. she goes to a gynecologist and he tries to sexually assault her. Like, I yeah. feel like God. her, the boyfriend that she was also tries to do the same thing at one point too. And then, and like, bites his. Off. Yeah, basically, yeah. like they do it in the cave well, scene as well, and like, that's what it's doing is it's like satirizing that idea of like sexual assaults in like in the world and like how often it happens, and it's mm-hmm. it's showing like the idea of like a horror in that element. But the problem with it is it doesn't feel to me like a satire. It feels like a film that tried to be serious, and then a producer looked at it and said, "This will not work," and they added in like two comedies. Comedy? That's has. what it feels like. It has an award though. I can't see it. None of the it's pictures. Like best acting a lot of people like, like it. Really I mean, honestly, yeah. it's true. A lot of people do. We might get flack for it because yeah. a lot of people like it. It's bad though. I mean, it just is. Like, uh, it's a great I, choice. I just, I just couldn't. Like, I just could not justify like saying like, oh yeah, that movie wasn't too bad. Like, because some movies I can, I can convince myself like, yeah, they were okay. Yeah. Like that movie, I just can't do it with. Like, no matter how many times I tried. Like, I just can't. And I'm like, I've just accepted the fact that it's a bad movie. If people hate me for it, then oh well. Like, you know. Yeah. You know. Um, the main character, the female, won the grand jury prize for acting at Sundance. Good for her. That's what it was. Apparently you win if you have teeth in your vagina. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Good to know. It's just, yeah. So. Um, speaking of catching flack for a movie on our dishonorable list... I think I'm going to catch a lot of flag for this movie because I watched it. I went in, I went in expecting something and it was different. My dishonorable is going to be young Frankenstein. Ah, I'm not surprised. Right. We were talking yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my dad would kill me if he went back because it's like his favorite movie, but I feel like that's when I learned that we have different senses of humor. Um, I, I went in, so I've seen Blazing Saddles, um, Mel Brooks. Yeah. Yep, Mel Brooks um, is a great. Spaceballs, Spaceballs, Robin Hood, Robin Hood, So which is one I of the expected best it to ever. be like that, where it's like um, <laughs> joke after joke after joke, and it was more playing off of the serious, like Frankenstein, um, yeah, movie, where it wasn't. There were jokes in there and stuff, but it was every once in a while. It felt like. Um, I haven't seen it, so I don't really have much input on this one. Have you seen it? I've only ever seen clips because of film okay. school, and that's the only reason why I've ever seen anything gotcha. from it. But um, I, I feel like it's a weird position because there we've talked about satir, satires, satirizing satires, and that's I, Frankenstein in itself is kind of a satire. It's been serious in some elements, but in a like lot by of Frankenstein, yeah, yeah, but in a lot of yeah. <laughs> But in a lot of versions, it is, I mean, it's, a, it's like a society satire. Yeah. So you're kind of making fun of something that's already doing that. Yeah. So you can't help but fall into the same things they already did. But, I mean, that's at least from the clips I've seen. I mean, there were was, there was some funny parts. Like, there's a, um, so, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Why am I drawing a blank? Gene Wilder. Yes, Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> sorry, Gene. Uh, <laughs> yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> so, Gene Wilder 
wants to distance himself from the Frankenstein name, so he calls himself Frankenstein, right? And so he gets to the castle, and he gets to the Frankenstein castle, like his uh, great-grandfather, like his ancestor passes away, and that whole, that whole trope, right, where like, I have to go to this castle and find his will or whatever, and um, so he gets to the castle, and Igor shows up, you know, Igor's a staple in, in yeah. Frankenstein, and he's like, yeah, you know, hey, Dr. Frankenstein. And he goes, it's Frankenstein. And they have this whole thing. And he's like, oh, well, then my name is Igor. And so they call him Igor for the rest of the movie. <laughs> and he's got, like, one little eye. And it's just, like, it's funny. Like, it was Very funny. Mel Brooks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was really, like, but that's about the extent of the humor that I, I felt was just, like, puns or play, play on words and stuff like that. And I just felt like I enjoyed it. But I just felt it was a lot slower than like his other movies, like Blazing Saddles. And I mean, that's what his comedy is: is quick. Yeah. It's usually yeah. fast. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. has like slow bits every now and then, but yeah. then the movie it's, speeds it's up again. It's like constantly rolling. It's more just like, like give you a breath for a second, and then he just yeah. keeps. Not going. Not just that, but like I mean, you get like an interesting story. Yeah. To it, like because even like Spaceballs, like which was like a satire on Star Wars, right? Like, you know, that's like the classic spoof of Star Wars. Hit after hit after. Like hit, you yeah. even still had it. He that movie still feel like it kind of had its own. Like its own thing going on. Yeah. Like you know, Mel Brooks was just like a, a, a like a director genius. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, and I hate I, I I absolutely hate the fact that I have a Mel Brooks movie on my dishonorable, but it just wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. I watched something it something bad. I watched it because my dad's talked about it for years, and because I wanted to watch it, because I wanted to put it on my list, because I wanted to put, you know, a Mel Brooks movie on my list, and it just. Fell short for me. People had told me for years to watch it, and I knew a lot of people that liked it. Mm -hmm. And I just never, it never really looked super interesting. And then again, I saw clips in film school. Do you have people that haven't liked it? I haven't talked to anyone other than you that doesn't like it, but I also don't know a lot of people that have seen it. Okay. To be fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's a much, much older one. Yeah, and that's the crowd that you get that likes it. I don't know anyone (laughs) of our age at all that, that, like, has seen it, let alone liked it. So, and then once I saw clips, for yeah. like studying for things, it, it didn't look interesting enough. It looked like a movie, right? I, it looks <laughs> like I'd rather watch the other Mel Brooks movies. Yes. If I'm gonna spend the time doing that. Yeah. So yeah. Agreed. Well, I hope I didn't disappoint you listeners out there with that. Uh, but I guess with Cameron said that 90% of you probably haven't seen it anyway. <laughs> so. No big loss there. But uh, that's gonna round out this episode here. Uh, this has been our top five horror satire films with honorables and dishonorables in there. Um, and a lot that I couldn't put on the list. I want to say that there are a lot of films that I'm I want on the list. You guys say that every list, too, that we do. Yeah. I'm surprised Krampus didn't make your list because of how <laughs> yeah, you talked about that's it. That's one of the ones that Actually. I struggled not putting that on my list. I struggled not putting Zombieland. I also struggled not putting Piranha 3D. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite films. It's really hard not putting some films on there. That there are so many I've good. I always wanted to see zombie. Was it times. zombie strippers with Jenna Jameson or something like that? <laughs> That's like, such it's really bizarre. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> I Gross. forgot about that one. Yeah, there, there's a lot for me that didn't make this list because there are actually a lot more horror satires than it seems like. Is there would uh, be. I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz you. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, Toxic Avenger. That's I saw that one come up, yeah. Horror series, or satire series, I guess. Okay. That, yeah. It's trauma, yeah, so it's going to be satire. I just didn't know if it was a horror. I guess he's like a monster, right? He yeah. comes back, so yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I have wanted to see that too. There, there's a lot of weird ones out there that yeah. are horror satires you don't think about. But I mean, there's I could have put so many others on my list. Um, I had to try and thin it out. <laughs> there was one that I watched recently called Little Evil that didn't make my list. Yep, that's it a, just yeah. I didn't. Yeah, that's one for me. Like, if we made like three more sure, of these, yeah. it might make it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was enjoyable. I like Adam it's, Scott. Yeah, it's the thing. It's not to say it's not enjoyable. It's one of those that kind of is almost just to the mediocre route, though. Yeah. It's yeah. like just not there. It. I don't know. We stopped it. My wife and I started it, and we stopped it because I started falling asleep. And I think we waited two days to pick it back up. I just, I wasn't like, I wasn't like, I gotta get on oh, and watch yeah, like, this. Oh my god, we gotta finish it. Yeah. So, and I think that's a lot of, I don't know, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, we appreciate your continued support and listening and putting up with us for over an hour. And, <laughs> uh, thank you for uh, starting to participate in our polls and stuff too. Like, we really appreciate yeah. like all the input that we're starting to get from you guys because now we can talk about it here on here. Like, we mentioned yeah. earlier that, you know, the... The poll was winning by a landslide on uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. So, so the poll that we put up was, which is a better horror satire? And 67% of you said Shaun of the Dead. As of yeah. While, recording. 33% yeah. said Tucker and Dale versus yeah. Evil. So. Um, I also want to mention real quick, we are going to be switching our release schedule to Wednesdays. You guys can yes. expect episodes on Wednesdays. We're going to try and get them out as early as possible as well. Uh, and we've also brought on uh, Allie, who you guys heard in previous podcasts for Emo Band. She, she's been brought on. I just want to shout out there because she's been helping us put out a bunch of our social media content yeah. and getting you guys more engaged with us as well. So that's Thanks. been really great. Thanks, Allie. So bring that out as well. And we'll be putting out a lot more content than we were. So. Uh, our next goal is 500 likes on Facebook. I think we're going to be doing some kind of giveaway to yeah, whenever I, we hit that set. Good idea. Spread the word and uh, we'll spread the merch. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I think it's time to sign off, huh? Everybody's like, I don't want to do anything yeah. with these guys now. Like, I don't want to. and run it by us first. I, am, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I am my own satire. <laughs> Uh, cool. So for uh, for us here at List This, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can find us, obviously you're listening to us now, but if you want to spread the word, you can find us on pretty much wherever you can get podcasts. We're working on Google Podcasts. It's kind of being a little difficult to get it up there right now. Yeah. Um, but we're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. Uh, iTunes. We haven't used that iTunes, right? Yeah. But like yeah, pretty yeah. much anything that seeds What's from. The one you use there I use or? Podcast Addict. Yeah. Um, but that seeds from iTunes. Okay. So yeah. yeah, we we put up a poster too. So if you ever want to know, just look at the yep. poster. You got all yeah. the icons up there and everything. Yep. 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 Anywhere, so. any major podcast site, you yep. can pretty much find us at this point. But go follow us on those social media sites at List This Podcast. Just For me personally, you can follow me on Twitter at Jaws X. Bird. I am on Twitter as the Cameron guy, and I'm uh, also on Twitter as Hold Majimbles. And uh, cool, we appreciate your continued support again, and we'll see you next time. This has been List This, where we list and you listen. Thanks, see you guys. Next time. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Yeah.